Uh, well, welcome back to Roll Nine and Three Quarters, everybody. Hey, it's great to be back. Howdy, howdy. Woo-hoo. My name is Frankie Franco, your Doodle Master or DM, <laughs> and I'm with Melissa Anelli, yeah. aka Amelia. Oh, you introduce yourself and your sure. Character. Sorry, I'm Melissa. Go. I play Amelia, Le Druid. You're from Madrid. Le Druid, the Druid. I was being, oh, okay. I was being fake, some language. I don't know. She was being <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, this is Jen Noe, and I play Carl. The? The Bard. There we go. Not to be confused with the Beetle. And I'm Bree, and I play Dolly the Sorcerer. Hello. Oh, and where's Carrot? Where is Carrot? I miss Carrot. I know. We need more Carrot in this We do mix. need more I know, Carrot. Like, I hey. hope someone's been tending Carrot. So what are we doing here, Frankie? Um, we're continuing our journey into... An unknown location that you guys were stranded in. Um, who wants to give a recap of last episode? I can give it a shot. La- cool. That sounds good. Last to me. episode, we woke up in a basement or someplace unknown, and we had to figure out how to get out. We were like locked in these dungeony rooms with very nicely, mm-hmm. kindly appointed dungeony rooms. We had to get out. John really had to pee because it was like yeah. the morning. We got, mm-hmm. or Carl rather, we got out of our rooms finally after standing on this like triangle shape in a particular way. You guys erased the sigil with the water. Standing on it didn't accomplish anything. Yes. We worked together as friends yes. to get out of the room <laughs> and we yes. discovered the true meaning of friendship and we went out into the hallway into a long corridor and we went, <laughs> I think, left and down the corridor was a room with bats. Oh. And we killed the bats. Shadow bats. Shadow bats. And we killed the bats. And That's then nice at the voice. end, we hit a door and it had four knobs on it. Mm-hmm. And we went through the mm-hmm. door. And that was it. And, and then and what it? happened? You're about well, to then find out. We get to find out. About to find out. Let's do it. This episode is some crazy adventures. Yep. Our, this, uh, our audio quality is a little compromised doing to some tech technicalities of us recording this a bit ago but all the meat's there so just bear with us and let's enjoy the show i was like in a different place we had some audio just oh yeah it was june it was june when this one was 2020 has been a year and it's reflected in the audio quality just a smidge smidge. so no shade just you know yes but you don't listen for that you listen for the fun and friendship and love and fights in the middle of libraries and stuff (laughs) well should we get right into it let's jump in everybody we'll see you on the other side you are now listening to roll nine and three quarters Bats are gone. Bats are gone. What is this? 
It's a giant door with four doorknobs. And the four doorknobs are um, they're placed like in the middle of the door, just like on a like if you look at uh, a d- like the dice that has dots on it, like the like the four on the dice, like one, two, three, four, just like in the center and a square, four doorknobs. Can we? I- Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I was gonna pick the uh, the uh, bronze one. Oh, you want to go and open it? Try to open it? Yeah. Okay. You go up and you uh, you open the bronze doorknob. As you do, you hear a click, and the door begins to open. Hmm. That was easy. That was easy. Well, I was ready to do some magic investigation yeah. <laughs> on it. Um, well, I recognize those are the metals of the. Uh, original Hogwarts houses, so I would expect this one to have something to do with Ravenclaw. The door opens outward, like, towards you. There's a large, ornate room with high ceilings, like a domed ceiling. Hmm. Do you go in the room? I'm assuming yes. Should yeah. I just explain the Dol- room? Well, okay. Dolly does, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so, uh, you go in the room. Um, as you guys, uh, when you walk in, you look at the floor. The floor is... Uh, is a beautiful mosaic. Mm-hmm. In the four corners of the room, you see four pillars. One pillar is made of gold and has a lion carved in it with its mouth open with a bowl in the mouth. The next corner is a giant silver column with a snake carved into it with its mouth open with a bowl in its mouth. The next corner is a bronze one with an eagle with its mouth open with a bowl in its mouth. And the last corner is like a dark pewter metal, like a black metal, with a badger in it with its mouth open with a bowl in its mouth as well. And as you guys enter the room and reach the center of the um, the, the room where the mosaic meets the middle, and oh, on the, the mosaic on the floor, the, the tile in front of the, the lion is all different types of red in the tile, like little, like just mo- a mosaic of red. And then the in front of the the silver one is green. In front of the bronze one is blue tile. In front of the the pewter the badger one, there is a bunch of yellow tile on the floor. Uh, very beautifully a pattern. Imagine like a kaleidoscope, but just all the, like each corner, like each section of the floor reflects the color. You know. And as you reach the center of the room, the door on the other side slams shut. There is no doorknobs on it, and there is another door on the other side that also has no doorknobs. And is there light once the door closes? Yeah, the, like the the ceiling is it's kind of like a glass ceiling. Like imagine like a a fancy Tiffany glass dome. And so like How you can high? Uh, it's about 60 feet high, 40 feet high. Nothing like you you guys can't get up there, but it's it's very it's just as ornate as the floor and the uh, and the top it's since it's more trans it's like glass not tile the same colors but it's just paler like the top has paler paler reds and pinks and the other ones has like paler yellows and all that kind of stuff just reflecting it now as the door is shut you feel the ground kind of shaking a little bit and give me a perception check okay what the hell is my check? 20, not Ooh, Nat. Oh, Nat. Oh, nat. Okay, not nah. Nat. 24. <laughs> what happened with Dolly? Uh-oh. Six. <laughs> oh, Dolly. <laughs> okay, Dolly uh-huh. is just that amused. That is with my modifier. <laughs> my modifier is two. Oh, jeez. Oh, Dolly. Dolly. Dolly is just not very perceptive. Okay, so John, or Carl, immediately notices the, the ground shaking, and he immediately notices the, the pillars 
have all started to move in towards you guys. Uh-oh. And so, and with that, you see the tile slowly rearranging to accommodate the space. Like, the room is rebuilding itself smaller and smaller. And so, um, yes. What do you guys do? Carl realizes he's peed his pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my god. He uh, shifts a little bit and tries to pull his cloak in front of him so Dolly and Amelia don't notice. (laughs) Amelia endeavors not to look like she's noticed. (laughs) Dolly more than likely has not noticed. (laughs) 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 Pretty safe. Um, you can um, minor yeah. illusion some clean pants, John. You no. can hide the pee with an illusion. Oh my gosh, um, pretty, he's pretty flustered right now. What, what do we do, y'all? What's 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 uh, okay? And you guys need to, if you can get a reminder of anything I described, let me know. So the pillars are just coming in at us like slowly. Like, at, it's a slow like style. You that you can like it's vibrating. You can. A uh, car rolled a very high perception check, and so he noticed right away. Hey, these pillars are moving. These pillars are moving, gang. <laughs> what are we? What are we meant to do now? Can I use a spell? You got super strong arms, still. Yeah, you guys aren't an initiative, so you guys honestly are just working together to figure this out. I have, I have a uh, bombarda. Okay. Can we not just, like, move behind the pillars? Are they... Oh, that's a really good idea, Tom. Yeah. No, no. Oh, I'm, uh... <laughs> um, is the room also? Yeah, the room is... The, the whole, whole like, the walls. Okay. And the room is, re, is, like, rebuilding itself smaller. Like, it's just, like, all... Everything is kind of getting out of its way to kind of... You see the tiles kind of, like, changing their pattern, t- tightening up to actually make, like, they re- it's getting... And there's basins on the top of the pillars... Yeah, the, the pillars go through, like, up through the ceiling and around, like, the glass and stuff. But just imagine the room. The room is, like, the, it's just, the room was told to, to become smaller. And so it's just becoming smaller. And so it's, the pillars are moving in. All the tile is just accommodating it. So it's just, it's just like a... Like, what about the basins? Like, how high are they? Where yeah. are they? Basin. What, what's a basin? You said they were basins. They so. had their mouths open. And oh, they all the had... bowls. They're just small yeah. little bowls, like the size oh. of your hand. In their mouths, like ah, and so like there's a bowl in each of the mouths of the uh, on the statue. Okay, I'm gonna go. We have to feed the bowls. We have to feed the bowls. Put something oh, in the bowls. Feed, feed, feed the bowls. The bowls. Uh, I don't know oh, with yeah. what. <laughs> um, or uh, something with the bowls. Uh, Crap! I don't think Thunderwave. I don't think Bombard is gonna work. Oh, let me no. look at mine. Um, anything on the ground we can put in the bowls? Uh. Carl takes off one of his shoes and puts it in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wait. Uh, which, which bowl? bowl? Uh, the nearest bowl to Carl. Um, you need. I, I don't know where you're standing in the room, so you need to give me an animal, or if you want me to roll randomly, I'll roll randomly. Oh, uh, put it in the, um, the snake. Okay, so you put your shoe in the snake's bowl? Yep. Oh, damn, this is good. Um... Okay. Um, <laughs> when you <laughs> you put the you put the your shoe in the snake's bull's mouth. Yep. The snake. You see it. The mouth start to shut a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can. It kind of like as it shuts, um, your shoe falls out. Uh. Um, 
but a silver doorknob appears on that door, and that pillar stops moving. No, oh, it still sure. moves. It still moves. Sorry, it has to keep moving. Otherwise, it would the it's the worm would still contract. Um, give me a perception check real quick on your shoe. On my <laughs> <shoe>. <laughs> Nat twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> a Nat twenty on my okay. shoe. Yeah. Um, you realize that some pee is still dripping off of it. Oh, good. Oh. Interesting. Great. So maybe the pee is what the snake wanted. Okay. You guys, we need to pee in the bowls. <laughs> have you guys, have you went yet today? We can't do that. <laughs> it's easy uh, for you to say. Yeah, all up to you, Carl. Well, listen, you know, I got a little freaked out back there. So that's not an option for me anymore either. I'm sh- I'm, is, how do we get water? Um... Dolly starts visibly trying to like gather spit in her mouth. <laughs> we spit in it. That could work. Wait, it, are we sure it was the pee and not the shoe? Can I just like just try, try to your shoe? Try shoe. Okay, I take off my shoe and throw it in the 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 whatever the Slytherin one. No, the Slytherin one. Is there, the mouth oh, is already you shut. One. Sorry, the Hufflepuff one. Um, you put a shoe in the Hufflepuff mouth. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the room continues to shrink. Ah! Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, oh, no. it, it needs pee. All right. Um, if I if I hit something with ice and then that ice melts, mm, clever. Okay, I have a spell. Okay. Uh, um, and I make a shard of ice, plug it at one creature within range, make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes one d10. That's fine. It's not. It's not. You, you're aiming at a, an object that you, it's moving in a slow, steady direction towards you. That's fine. Okay. Which one are you hitting? My ranged. I'm looking up what my ranged. Uh, what? Where do I find my range? No, what I'm saying is you don't have to. You won't have to roll for oh, it because it's not a, going, like yeah. So okay. you can just you can just cast it at. But I just don't know which one you're going to cast it at. I'm going for Hufflepuff still. Okay, and you're casting Ice Knife. So your idea is you want to put you want to just put some ice in the bowl and then to, and and then let it melt. Yeah, it explodes. The ice explodes um, when it hits. So I'm I'm assuming that if pee can come off John's shoe, water can come off my ice. It's supposed yeah. to come from water. All right. Like it, okay. you know, it's not. It's not like magic ice. That's only ever ice. It like. No, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm just making sure, like that was a point. Yeah, like yes. That, that's. I'm sorry. That's what I meant to ask. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're using this to put water in the bowl, in a sense. Yes. Okay. Um, as you do that, you cast ice knife. I, it explodes out of your wand, and there's like a nice chill frost over the the little badger mouth and it looks kind of like he's outside during Christmas but the room continues to shrink and there's it, like there's still some frost and it has melted a little bit into water in the bowl but there's been no effect and the room continues I mean, Carl, the, the room continues to shrink so when Amelia put her shoe in the badger's mouth mm-hmm. right nothing like no doorknob nothing happened nothing oh okay um um dolly's panicking and she takes off her shoe and uh throws it at the lion (laughs) (laughs) he throws shoe at the lion and the room continues to 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 hum and and slightly shrink that didn't work carl do you have magic pee Carl might have had something magic to drink that morning. Can we just go through the the door, the snake door? Because there's a oh right, the door. Can we just the doorknob opened up. Yeah, let's right? use the. <laughs> it turns. It's like yeah. the it the. Give me um, 
Someone ge- like you guys all roll uh, like a an intelligence check. I'm just looking for someone to hit above fifteen. Nope. Oh, I got fifteen exactly. Okay, uh, Carl, you remember that the the silver handle, uh, the silver doorknob appeared in the same spot that it was on the outside. I just want to say really quick that I rolled a 19. Oh, <laughs> oh you rolled a 19. Where'd it go, Dom? Minus one is 18. And Dolly, you just remember saying. that too. You're like, Dolly, you're like, hey, that silver doorknob was in the same spot the silver doorknob was on the outside of the room. Huh. And you're able to turn it. It's not locked, but it's not opening the door. Uh, okay. And the room is... Like room is continuing to can we uh, like to leave the room the way we came in? No, that door. Well, you can there's that no, door. There's no doorknobs on it. Wrong. You can try pushing on it, but I, it doesn't. Uh, okay. it, it doesn't. Which know. door? Which door did we push on to get in? Uh, well, there's like you walked in a door and then it shut behind you. No, but there were the four. There were the four doorknobs, and we only touched one and went in. But it's it's one, one large door with it, four doorknobs. And so you guys opened the, the you oh, you use the bronze I know, I, door I to open it. Oh, right, I'm sorry. That's what I was trying. To, that's what I was okay. trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bronze. Uh, we remembered bronze. Okay. Um, why, why, why did silver one come out? Is jo- is Carl a Slytherin? Um, mm. And it takes off her shoe and throws it at one of the other two. Gryffindor. You throw your shoe at the lion after Dolly shows the, her shoe at the lion, and the lion continues its slow, begrudging rumble towards you. As uh, the we're going to run out of shoes. We're going to run out of shoes, y'all. <laughs> Dolly's got one. Carl's got one. Um, ah. Mm. Dolly definitely wears cowboy boots to Hogwarts. <laughs> Just yeah. throwing that out there. Oh, look, that'd be so cool. <laughs> She's throwing her cowboy boot. Carl, yours worked once. You have to try something else. Uh, how high are the bulls off the ground? No, the bulls are like they're very much like. Imagine Am I taller than the bulls. No, no, the bull is it's a it's a bull. It's kind of like the size of two hands put together, and they're yeah. about waist level to you guys. So I can walk up to the bull. Yeah, you can look at all these animals right in the eye. All right, Carl spits in the bull. Which bull? The Hufflepuff bull. In the room, nothing happens. What the hell? Oh. Okay, wait. Let me let me look at my spells again. Let's see here. Um. How do I give you guys a hint that's in game? Let me think. Hmm. Why, um, did, why did Carl's walk? Amelia's like looking just just frantically trying to, to kind of memorize the room and figure out what's up. Wait. Um just out of curiosity. Since uh-huh. no one's touched the Ravenclaw one, Dolly's gonna go over there and put her other shoe <laughs> <laughs> in that one. Just- um, this time, when you put the shoe in there, the shoes magically reappear on your guys' feet. <laughs> well, crap. <laughs> and then if you try. To take your shoe off again, when you take it off, it just whoop, whoop, appears right back on your foot. 
DM doesn't want us taking our shoes All off right. anymore, everybody. I just wanted to do something uh, to the, the room. The room doesn't. The room doesn't. The room yeah. doesn't. Okay. Okay. So wh- uh, walk me through what you did the first time, Carl, again. Carl took off his shoe and he put it into the Slytherin bowl and the bowl did something and the snake smiled and there was a doorknob that came out and it wasn't locked but it didn't do anything but it was in the same position as the one outside and I feel like is this like a Skyrim thing where like you have to turn the things to all right, be a in certain the, in the correct order? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We didn't Can fuck I go with over the Gryffindor and touch one yet. Each other pillar individually. Yep. You touch That's, them. I do that. You touch Does them. Does anything happen? Um no. Why don't you okay, why don't you guys all give me Oh right, we can do checks and stuff. Yeah, well, let's give let's see oh! let's do a person What? I can also turn into a bird and fly things into things. If you, want. you can't turn into a bird yet. Oh, you're right. Why? I can. You can do swimming things. Um okay, mm-hmm. let's say you guys each give me um Is there a window in this room? There's no window. Why? <laughs> Carl <laughs> What? Carl's about to jump out this window here. <laughs> um, okay. Can we do like uh, an arcana check? Can we do like a magic check? Yeah. You guys, why don't you guys each give me an arcana check? And I'll tell you guys what you guys each observe as these. Because I'll say panic is setting in. Because right now the room is probably at a 10 foot diameter. Yeah. And it used to be at a 60 foot diameter. Okay, oh, wow. So we're Does anybody room. smell pee? Uh, you got a 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a 14 14 and then I got I rolled 19 oh you rolled um, a 19 yep okay um I'll say how do I I need to give a hint that's not too obvious um you roll a 19 and you're paying attention okay this is what I say you'll notice you notice that when uh when the shoes reappeared on all your guys' feet, on the when you looked on the ground, the footprints of Carl, like he, his little wet footprints of PP, um, are there. You can see where he's walked, except for on the uh, the 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 Slytherin green tiles. Like it's as though like the water was absorbed in any anything that was related to the the silver or the green area and it's oh like it's like even the parts where a footstep overlaps it's just gone and as as the room contracts and you see his footprint staying there like any time that the water would be on the green it's not there um dolly's just gonna grab Amelia's arm, her bare arm, and uh, point it out to her because it's too complicated to try to explain so, out loud. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she's like, look so at what, that. So it's, there's footsteps everywhere except on the green. Mm-hmm. There's Carl's footsteps everywhere except on the green. So it's like water. So it's, it's, it's only dry on the green. Okay. Um, what does that mean? Dolly, why don't you give me um, uh, 
I want you to roll a d20, and if it's uh, if it's fire lower, you're getting nervous about being in this small space, and you might oh. have a wild magic surge. Oh, shoot. I can't see what it is. <laughs> this dice is, like, sparkling. How is it? Oh, it's 16. Okay, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't have that, but you can feel yourself getting a little, a little panicky because the room's getting tighter. Okay, okay, wait. what does it mean if the, that that area is like water repellent? Now, why don't you give me, um, what was uh, okay? Investigate. Yeah, give him. Why don't you give him investigate now? Because you are, you she's she's pointed that out, and now you're like, hmm, why is okay. this significant? My arcana check is like plus five. I want to investigate, though, for this one. Or Arcana, yeah. I guess. Eight. Uh, Eight? Yes. Um, you remember reading something... Uh, something about all the f- all four houses? That oh, to- okay. Oh, my God. How come I didn't think of this before? Okay, okay, okay. So mm-hmm. I'm going to walk up to the Ravenclaw one. Uh-huh. And can I make air? How do I make air happen? Um, blow on it. Oh. oh, I blow on it. I go. <laughs> the eagle closes his mouth, and then a bronze knob appears on that wall. And, and I start yelling, "We need earth, and we need fire. How do we get fire? Who has uh, fire? I, 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 I got, I, I got fire. Um, so Dolly's gonna cast firebolt at Gryffindor, I assume. Yep, in the bowl. Yes. So the lion drinks it up. And the mouth shuts, and the door. The, there's a golden doorknob. I have thorn whip. Yeah, I feel Carl? like that should work. Carl, do you have any earth? Carl, you don't want to know what Carl's considering for earth. So okay, go ahead I'm going to say do thorn whip. thorn whip. I see the look on his face. I'm like, forget it. I cast <laughs> thorn whip, and I try and I whip it at the. Um, yeah, as you cast Thorn Whip, the vine kind of grows out between some of the rocks on the fo- on the floor, and as you do that, some of the dirt kind of like pulls up and goes in the bowl. The mouth shuts, the room then <laughs> a flash of of a bright light. The room's back to what it was, and then uh, well, what the hell kind of Harry Potter fans are we right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it got. That was that was fun because John established that he had he had peed his pants and then he just I'm gonna put your shoe in there and I was like oh my god like of course it's gonna work I thought it was gonna take a lot longer for you guys to get it going so it was really fun that no, you that did was that I was just like and then that's why I was like you got to tell me which one because like I'm gonna roll randomly I want it to be that one but no and then you said the right one I was like okay this is fun so that was fun for me it's awesome I assume you guys go over to open the door with the four knobs oh yes okay. rush over I imagine. And as you open the, as you turn the doorknobs, they all turn in unison as you approach and open for you into a hallway. As you walk down the hallway, you come across a door. But this door is not on the wall. This door is underfoot. Huh. <clears throat> and the wall in front of it is just solid. And the doorknob on the floor, I mean, the door on the floor does not have a doorknob. Apologies, I misspoke. Um, <clears throat> it does not have a doorknob. But there's the hole where the doorknob could be, so if, like, so it does look openable. 
That's the only mm-hmm. thing in the hallway. Oh yeah, like literally, like this hallway. Like you turn, like you like you walk down the hall, you turn to the right, and then you you see like oh, there's a, a wall, and as you walk closer to it, like there's just got a dead end, but there's not a dead end because the, the door there's a door on the floor. And there's a hole where a doorknob should be. Like it's just there's you know like you know if you took a doorknob out of a door. Yeah, there's a, I'm saying it's a hole. Yeah, 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 exactly like so that. Yes, yeah. me and my bull arms. We're going to try mm-hmm. and pull, pull open the trap door. Okay. You open the door, and when you open it, it there's uh, it's like opening into... Um, uh, it's like you are looking down into a room. It's it's kind of it's kind of cloudy, but you can see that it's kind of like there's a, it's just like a, a bathroom. There's toilets in there. It's tiled, but it's underwater. It's, the whole room is underwater. Yeah, it's like um Carl jumps in. <laughs> his pants are already yeah, he's wet. He's looking for it. He does not care. <clears throat> he jumps in, but but mind you, the only like you jump in. Imagine a room, like you walk into a room that's tilted down. Yep. And so, like, so like you can swim down, but there's no like the only place for him to breathe is the top. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, so you're just waiting. You're just yep. you're just treading water. Um, Dolly looks at Carl and is like, "Well, like, it's like yeah. I notice anything interesting." Well, it's pretty wet here um but you know the water's not so bad uh i don't know what what flooded in here but uh it smells clean anyhow um i guess i could try to swim down and see if there's like any anywhere else to go um do that i mean are you asking if you know how to swim yeah, who are you asking? My, my friends, you know, you, you, you feel free to. Yeah, I mean, if we don't all have to get wet, tell us. Come down, yeah, that's what you I'll see. Try. My flute won't work underwater. I've tried that before, <laughs> but uh, yeah, let me let me hold my breath. I'm, I am, you know, really. Everyone knows about Carl. He can hold his breath for like a minute and a half. <laughs> so. <laughs> This is a well well established Carl fact. <laughs> um, that's not the case, but uh, sure, he can hold his breath for the normal amount of time that a twelve year old can hold his breath. <laughs> uh, okay, so Carl holds his breath and he swims down and he and he looks around uh, everywhere that's bright enough to uh, you know. See okay, what so I need you to give me a perception check. Yeah. With disadvantage. Um, You want... What you want is a 15 or higher. Um, 10 or higher is is good. 15 or higher is better. Okay. Now roll... What does disadvantage mean? You roll twice and you pick the the smaller number. Alright, sure. Alright, that's an 11 plus 6 is 17. Oh. And a 4 plus 6. 10. Um, okay, uh, you notice nothing. Um, no, 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 no,
and give me. Let me know if you get above a fifteen. I got. Am I modifying this roll, or is this just a blank roll? You can do perception again, yeah. All right, so then that's eighteen. Okay. Um, you see at the bottom something silver and shiny, but you know it's too far for you to get right now. So you're gonna have to come back for. Uh, if you you can, I guess what you can do if you want, you can roll a Constitution check to see if you can go down further, but. I would. It, it's it's going to be a pretty difficult roll because you've been you're underwater. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool to just bubble up and take a breath here. Okay, cool. Uh, you bubbled up, and um, I am going to. Okay, um, Dolly and Amelia, what are you guys doing? Uh, just watching. Okay, yeah. you guys go give, give me perception checks. I'm looking for a 15 or higher. 18. Amelia, you see... Uh, there's a cloudy form swimming up underneath Carl. Something, something's in the water with me? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Um, can I do Thorn Whip to try and... Well, he's in the way. You'd want to... Carl's okay. in the way. So, you like, right now, you, just, you see something coming up underneath him, and... I'm gonna just yell to make Carl pay attention. Okay. Can he hear me? He's yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's about. He just poked his head up in water, like <sighs> to get his breath. So you can let him. <laughs> okay, Carl. There's something swimming up underneath you. Give me a dexterity saving throw. I just see something higher. I need a five or higher. Six. Okay. <laughs> uh, you uh, you feel little. Little uh, tendrils try to grab your little ankle, but they miss. Oh no! What's uh, fuck? Get away from me! Carl kicks its feet a little bit. Um, I saw something down here, though. You guys, it looks like silver and like shiny, but there's also something grabbing at my legs. What do I do? You can stay in the water. Or you can get out. I'm gonna stay in the water. Why? Okay. Because <laughs> I want to get. You out? Oh wait a minute! No, I got a mage hand to go grab this silver thing. So I'm gonna get out of the water, and I'll just when it's my turn, I'll just send my mage hand down there. What is the uh? What's the range? Of you go thirty mage feet. For Pete's sake, how tall is this room? Thirty feet. That's all. It's just. It's just all. It's a bathroom. And it's at the bottom, which is like across like the room. So normally that would just be like it's not it's it's length and depth. But yeah, ceiling? that's a good no no yeah. You're pretty much you're not on the ceiling. Imagine like a room like in Inception, just tipped sideways and filled with water. It's so like- you can probably get back in the water and use your mage hand. But right now you're it's too far away. But it's not uh. But that's a good idea. But are you getting out of the water or are you staying in the water? I mean, everybody seems to be worried about these tendrils. I mean, I got out of there with a six, so I'm not too bothered. Okay, you get out. That's right. And then why don't you give me a perception check as you're getting out? 18. Perfect. Um, as you're climbing out of the water, you notice that the the part of the door that where the door handle should go into is also silver. Yeah, so it's almost like the, the the doorknob fell out of the door, and it's it's in the 
this bathroom here. Shoot. Okay. Can you tell us that? It's at, the bo- it's at the bottom, right? Or Yeah, it's at the well, bottom. It's at and the then... bottom, but it's sideways because it's tilted on its side somehow. Okay, so... I mean, am I, am I, uh, I want to make sure I'm explaining this correctly. Like you, you, like, you know, if you were to open a door into a bathroom and walk in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but imagine that when you open it, it's something you could jump into. Like it's on, that, that door is on the floor and you still open it. And so like, it's, it's, it's not like the door is on the ceiling. It's right. now that the wall that the door is on is now the ceiling. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's rotated 90 degrees down. So it's like we're walking into the bathroom just from a ninety degrees difference. Yeah, it's just like it's, oh, okay. You're look, so it's like you're looking, looking down floor, into a pond. It's like a hatch. Yeah, it's just the room is rotated and filled with water. So it's kind of okay. like you open the door and it's like, oh, there's water down there. You jump in, and so like that. I, it's not that you're jumping above the toilets. It's the same view, but yeah. you're just looking. Um, like this this episode is like an acid trip and a <laughs> bottle episode. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just trying. It's a bit of a bottle episode. <laughs> we haven't seen Gary or nobody. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, We've been watching a lot of Community. Sorry. <laughs> no, I've been watching a lot of Community too. Uh, I just can't say. I can't. I have to refrain commenting until we're done. Um, this is going to be Carl's dream. In a minute, here we're going to find out. Uh, why peed his pants <laughs> it's a nightmare and it was all a dream <clears throat> it was all a dream okay so you notice the silver thing okay so um okay hold on so something's pulling you in it's got the same silver knob was there anything else in there um there's like some toilets and some mirrors cool anything like that's not some normally like a bathroom no do we think we need to just get pulled through it? I'm worried. Is that the idea? Why don't you give me, um, uh, why don't you guys give me an intelligent tech on the, the thing swimming away from John? 19. Okay. You you recognize it as a Grindylo. It's wispy. Grindylos. It's not, it's not, oh, I, when you said wispy, I thought it was like. No, it's tendrils. It's like, it tried to go around, like you guys couldn't see it before. Oh, it's Something like just tried to grab his ankle. And it's a Grindylo in there. Um, well, it was like a misty <clears throat> smoke monster kind of thing. Oh no no um, no! You guys just couldn't see it before, and his perception check when he got in the water um, was bad. I would like to use Thorn Whip to try and uh, hit the Grindylo. At least pull it out. Just screw it. Oh, okay. You want to pull the Grindylo out? Mm-hmm. Okay. So have to make a melee. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You are okay. Like uh, so extra strong with it, like, like a ball strength. Oh, that's right. You yeah. So, so the strong. disadvantage you would have had because it's like obscured in the water, I'll cancel out because you have that strength check. So yeah. So um, uh, thorn whip. You got it. Is it just a straight roll in? No, it's a it's a four plus six plus it's a spell attack. It says use your spell. So you rolled a ten, or that was that was with the modifier I a four. Oh, uh, okay. Then yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a spell <clears throat> attack, so it's a plus yeah, yeah. I always make sure the modifier. So you, um, the, your thorn whip goes in, and it almost hits it, like, but it hisses, and then it swims down and it grabs that silver doorknob. It hisses. Oh, well, great. Let's now. Can I? Anybody else want to try something before I try and do it again? 
No, I think you should just grab that Grindylow with your bull arms and yank it out the out of the water. Because I agree, they don't yeah. really like being out of the water. Yeah, you can uh, give me another uh, attack roll. Or why doesn't John give you a bardic inspiration so he gets you get a bonus on it? Oh, well, I like that I idea. I'll use a luck point to change my roll. Sure, whatever you guys want to do. It's up to you. Carl does his bardic inspiration dance uh, for Amelia. What does that give me? Just like a bunch of extra luck and points and things. Do the dance, John. Do the dance. Do it. You get recognize it as a spell and just kind of looks at him like, is this the time? And then she's blasted with like inspiration. She goes, ah! I have an idea. Uh, um, so what, what you mean? can do is, what is it? You think it's a D8? Yeah, so you get, uh, um, I'm going to say that when you, you need to uh, roll an attack to see if you hit it, and then we'll give a strength check to pull it out of the water. So you, you, look, you need to hit a 13 to, to, to grab it. 20, natural. Nat 20? Nat 20, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. What I'll say is with the nat 20, you you snag it. You also, the vine whip goes around it and the vine wraps around the doorknob as well. So it gets yeah. pulled up out with it. But when you pull it out, you're so strong, it flies back over your head. And you guys are now cornered between the the wall and a hissing grindolo. And I turn around to it and with my arms, like biceps pumping, I go, of course, (laughs) but now now between my full strength and my inspiration, you guys are going to have to attack it. So we're we're not going to do initiative because it's just going to go last. And so you pulled it out of the water, Amelia. And so Carl and Dolly can choose who's going to go next. Carl, are you painting? Yeah. Carl's going to roll. No. (laughs) I guess I will go. Um, You know, I don't even think I've ever used Shocking Grasp, but I would like to now. No. You run up to it and do a Shocking Grasp on your handsies. Yes. So, yeah, you can definitely run up to it because, yeah, it's out of the water now. Um, So, what is the language of that? Lightning springs from your hand to deliver a shock to the creature you try to touch. Oh, it says make a me- uh, melee spell against the target. Okay, so um, roll a d20. 12. Uh, does it have any uh, Does it have any modifier to the spell casting on it or no? Spell damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level. I'm 5th level, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's 2d8. I don't want to... Uh, I want, I, uh, but uh, his, it's, you need to hit a 13... So I don't know if it hit. Is that a cantrip or a spell? It's a cantrip. Oh, nice. Okay, it did not hit, but um, you grabbed it and tried to shock it, but it uh, well, it was too slippery to hold on to. So you okay. didn't. You didn't. There we go. You didn't grab it. Sorry. There you go. Uh, now it's Carl's turn. Okay, Carl cast Mage Hand on that silver doorknob at the bottom of the swimming bathroom. No, it, it's it. in the. It's. Uh, uh, Amelia rolled a nat 20 when she pulled it out so she also got because of that the doorknob came out with it so the Grindylo now has the doorknob oh. hissing at you guys well, you can try to take it from his hands 
Yeah. And so you just need to do a strength, uh, a strength roll against it. So you need to, um, you need to. Well, wait. What is yours? What is your spell? What is your saving? Fourteen, right? Yeah, fourteen. So I get a plus two to my dexterity. So I need to get uh, twelve or higher to keep it in his his little grindy little hand. Yeah, I wanted. Um, I don't know if I just wanted to like try to yank it from him. Carl is not the strongest character. No, it's no, it's the magic that's doing it. Or you can do a spell. You can do a. What you can attack him. Is doing it. Or do you want to take? You want to use mage hand on your turn? Uh, like, have, have any way of knowing what an HP this thing has? How how many hit points it has? Yeah. Uh, you uh, give me uh, yeah, give me an intelligence check and see if you remember learning about Grindelos. I want a oh, eighteen. Well, give me a fifteen or higher. I just had a fourteen. And what am I adding to it? Intelligence. Mm-hmm. Well, sixteen. Okay, so yeah, you um, Grindelos um, are are weaker than those shadow bats. Oh. Okay. So, are you going to try to take the doorknob with mage hand, or you want to do something else? I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna yell at the Grindelow. Oh, you're gonna do vicious mockery. Vicious mockery. Cool, cool. Yeah, hey, it. you stupid Grindelow! What were you even doing in the sideways bathroom? <laughs> we have places to go and you're holding onto the doorknob. You need to just give it to us and go back to your stupid place wherever <laughs> you were sideways swimming, you stupid Grindelow. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Bam. Uh, and then I need to do a wisdom saving throw, you said? Wisdom. Okay. Yeah. And and so you're, it's, um, it's a 14. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it did survive that, sorry. Oh, for the love of pizza. I, it's just the <laughs> dice. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep going. It's a cantrip, though. That It didn't cost you anything. That's good. The, the, you just a turn. It hissed, and it um, it it just it clutched the doorknob even tighter. <laughs> what, is it not even injured? Not yet. Was it, what was it? It was just killed or nothing? Oh, wait a second. No, no. Um, vicious mockery. If if he survives the saving throw, it doesn't get damaged. But if he hits the damage, then it gets. Hmm. If, it, if it hits him and affects his attack, it's a good one. It's just okay. I mean, I, I don't want to be discouraging. I'm sorry. It's no, the it's, dice. No, it's, it's not. It's not you. So now it is the Grindylow's turn. <laughs> Grindylow, no one <clears throat> for you to be here. No one likes you. Go home. Okay, so this Grindylow is going to. Uh, rush forward and um, uh, try to tangle you with his tentacles. Uh, so, if you guys are all standing next to each other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just going to roll randomly um, a four will be a re-roll. And one is... Carl, two is Amelia, and three is Dolly. Two. Which one was two? 
I think uh, Amelia. 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 Okay, yeah. you're two. So is, she's got. Oh, this is good because you have the strength too. So it's gonna <laughs> rush at you because you pull it out of the water. It wants to go back swimming in his sideways bathroom to go sideways swimming, and so it is going to attack Amelia and crawl itself across the floor, much like Ursula at the end of Little Mermaid, and just grab you and tangle itself all around you, holding you prone down to the ground. Now give me a strength check to see if you can get out. Do I add any kind of strength modifier to this? For, or if I don't get this, I can use a luck point, right? Yeah, you can use a luck point, but don't forget you always also have like full strength from Carl. I forget what that does. I think it gives you... What does it do, John? It says she has an advantage on strength checks and... Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, you don't, you could, you're going to roll twice, so you don't have to use your luck point just yet at least. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to use it. Oh, okay, this is a strength check. I got a 19 on the first one. Nice. Got a 16 on the second one. Hey, yo. So I get out? Yep. Tell us how it happens. Just like busts open shards of whatever he did just come flying off me. Um, he hisses <sighs> and recoils away and pouts like a little toddler who got a toy taken away from him. Cool. And as a third level, my second third level spell... I'm going to do call lightning. Oh. Ooh. Actually, no, I can't. I can't do call lightning because I need a high a high ceiling. So um, I'm going to do an ice knife throw, but from a second level position. Okay, cool. So I make a shard of ice, fling it at a creature, arrange spell attack against the target. That's, that's my plus six. Mm. Hit or miss. The shard explodes. The target and creature uh, must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. And since I'm doing it at a second level... It's 3d6. Hell yeah, destroy this thing. He has to do dexterity saving throw. Oh, if I hit him. Okay, if I don't get this, I'm going to do a lock point, so. That was 10, but I don't know what my... Oh no, 16. It's a spell attack. Yep, that hits. It's going to hit him dead in the middle of the eyes with that roll. Roll your damage. Okay, so 3d6. Let's see. Ah, that's 2. 5, that's 7. Fuck him up. 10. Finish him. Yes. <laughs> Throw that ice spike through its head. Ten. So my spike, I just rear it back, like, like, and I just like, like, imagine Amelia just like snapping her arm down. Yes. With, so, with like a like a very strong power of the bull arm that she's so excited about. Yes. Snaps the ice. That ice knife flies from out of your hand, hits him dead between the eyes. He spins around. Wow. His little tentacle grabs the door as he falls in, poosh, locks the door behind him, and you guys succeed in killing the Grindylo. Yeah, watch. Turn oh, around, yeah. hands up, going for going for high fives. Oh yeah, uh, it's not illegal to kill a Grindylo, right? That isn't not a person. <laughs> oh, he's so no- worried. <laughs> After you guys finish celebrating and high-fiving, you see the doorknob pop off and clatter to the floor. Uh, We're going to take it and put it uh, in the the door hole. The door hole, yeah. So you guys remove the doorknob that fell out of the door that was on the floor that the Grindylo closed and move it to the door that's on the wall that did not have a doorknob. You place it in, you hear a click and a little magic sound, and you open the door, and it's the bathroom, the exact one 
that was sideways and the Grindelow was swimming in, you guys can now walk straight on through to another door and it's dry as a bone. Amazing. Carl runs to use the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Carl's going to roll to see what he needs to do. No, stop. Carl rolled the Carl rolled the two. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so after Carl is done doing his business, you guys exit through the other door across from where you entered. You walk down a hall, and after about thirty seconds of walking, you can see that there's a light source coming around. But the tunnel, like the hallway, has kind of a, a bit of a curve to it, so you can't. It's not like a straight t- hallway, straight down. You just see that there's light growing. When you finally round that corner, you come to like a stairwell. When you look outside of it, there's a stairwell that is completely broken in half. Like one of those moving staircases, completely broken in half. We can't catch a break today, y'all. No, I have no <laughs> idea what the hell is going on today. Is, it, is this Can like we finals? Wake up Did a we portrait? wake up at finals? What's going on? Maybe there's a portrait in here that can explain what's going on. Can I do it a arcana check to see if there's like magic in the room. Yeah, like give me an investigation check. Uh, investigation. 12. You look around here and you see a bunch of portraits, some mirrors, and the broken staircase that's closer to you and the broken staircase that is hundreds of feet down. Oh, jeez. Oh, my. Y'all, you know... I usually wake up from my dreams when I fall. Yeah. I haven't. And when I'm dreaming, I fall. So maybe, and Dolly's starting to slowly, like, edge towards, like. (laughs) 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 Yes, I love that, Dolly. So now, actually, give me a perception check, but give, or an investigation check, whatever you prefer, but with advantage. Okay. Got nine. 20. A 20. What? A 20? Get it, go. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, well then, that sells it. For 20, you... Wow, okay. Ha! Okay, Dolly, what I'm going to say is, as you walk up to the edge, as you explain that, and you look down, you look down, and you, you see the mirror across from you is reflecting something different. Okay. What are they reflecting? And by different, what I mean is when you look at the mirror, you can tell it's not reflecting what's across from it. Because the mirror up closest to you, you can actually tell that it's not like you you would see yourselves, but you don't see yourselves. So you point this out to Carl and Amelia. And as you do so, Dolly, I do want to say something else you notice about the mirror is at the top of the mirror is a little tiny bronze doorknob like or in the or like in the decorations of the frame like kind of like you could make that out in the pattern well so we said it was a bronze doorknob mm-hmm. that was air so maybe uh maybe maybe we could like float down here <laughs> then he goes up and goes <laughs> to, to turn off again. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, as you try to blow across, like that mirror is across from you, you you notice that a little pebble falls off from 
the broken staircase and falls into the mirror and doesn't bounce off the mirror. Uh, so we have to fall. I said it's a dolly. I think so. Carl runs full speed into the mirror. <laughs> you really gonna do it, John? You gonna jump? Yes. Okay. This is happening. You run. You clear. <laughs> you jump into the other mirror. You pop out of down there. Yes. So you just teleport down from mirror to mirror to mirror. Oh my god, it's Portal. All the way down the staircase, landing at the bottom, completely safe. Wow. Hell yeah. Carl, that was flipping awesome. Hell yeah, Carl. Billy just goes for it, just runs in, does the same thing. Amelia, you follow suit, jumping down into the mirror. Whoop, 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 whoop. Dolly follows Amelia. Dolly follows suit right after, jumping. Whoop, 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 whoop. It's great. You guys all land safely at the bottom and celebrate. Yeah, Dolly. Dolly seems proud of herself. She's all... Mm. I don't know how to I say that over. Amelia gives her a slap on the back, but it like makes her double over. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long this is supposed to last, last but I'm having fun with it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys are at the bottom of the stairwell now. You just jumped through the mirrors and landed safely. You congratulate each other. Now you look around and where a door would be instead is just a golden doorknob sticking out of the wall. And next to it is a desk, like a fancy little bureau. Okay, so we've had... Okay, so it's Hufflepuff. No, this is Gryffindor. The bureau? It's a bureau? Like a chest of drawers? No, not like a chest of drawers. Like a like an old school letter writing desk that kind of has the thing that folds down... And the only thing on the, the desktop is a quill and an oil lamp that's lit. Carl takes the quill and shoves it into the flame to make a flaming quill. Carl. <laughs> Burn up the quill. Are you dipping in the feather part or the metal ink part? The feather part. The entire quill immediately bursts into flame and you're only left with a stench of burnt feathers. <laughs> Great. But before you can even blink, the quill reappears on the desk. <laughs> it's meant to be the fire room. They probably wanted some kind of fire sacrifice. Fire sacrifice? Uh, sacrifice a quill? I suppose, but you know, the quill magically reappears where it was? Yep, right there. <laughs> some, we had to do something with this quill. It didn't want it to be burnt. Um, so we dipped dip the pen inside paper? of it. No, there's no paper. All that's on the desk is the oil lamp. And the quill. Maybe we can, like, write with the flame somehow if we dipped the tip of the quill into mm. the flame. Good idea. Carl, that is a great idea. As you walk over and pick up the pin, the quill, you dip the tip of it into the flame, and it alights. So can I write with it? We do. Yeah, you get the impression you can write with it. There's oh. no... There's no paper. Can I, can I go to the wall and write, like, help? Like, with, like, <laughs> fire? Yes, you may. You walk over to the wall. What do you want to do? I'm going to write help. You should write FTP on it. (laughs) As you write help on the wall, it says help for a moment, written in fiery script, and then it slowly goes out. Oh, nuts. Jeez. All right, so what do we have to write? We have to write something. Do we write open? (sighs) Maybe. Try that. Carl now writes open on the wall above the doorknob. And it, too, stays lit for a moment and then lightly goes away. Say friend to enter. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Speak friend and enter. Um, Can we draw a flaming 
rune with a triangle with like three circles at the tips of the triangle and then another rune in the center of the triangle. Carl, if you think you can do that, I support you. Carl's an artist. Do it. He he sings, he dances, he, (laughs) he can draw. He can hold his breath for a minute and a half. <laughs> no one disputes it. I'm drawing a uh, a triangular rune on the ground with uh, three circles at the tip of each of the thing. Oh shit! Too 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 long, huh? Um. How about we try and write? Did we ever try and write open anywhere? Yeah, it didn't work. Carl dips it into the flame one more time and draws a lion's face. You draw the lion's face. But just when the flame would be going out, like it did when you were writing words, this time the flame grows brighter, the eyes open on the lion, and he goes, and as he roars, the flame gets brighter, and a door, the shape of a door is burned along the edge around it. And you hear click, and the the golden doorknob turns and opens for you guys, and you've opened the door. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Earth room next. <laughs> Got my earth bending ready. Let's go. Full arm. Activate. <laughs> As you guys proceed down this hallway, instead of it turning to the right or to the left, this one, it's getting narrower and shorter and shorter to the point where you have to start crawling. Mm-hmm. As you continue crawling, it gets to the point where you notice a little round door. Oh, wow. You approach it and you push it open. It clatters down. And as you guys crawl out of this like small round hole, you look and see you're in a, a pantry, a giant pantry. And you just came out of a barrel. There are food stores stacked from floor to ceiling. Bags of flour, sacks of beans, everything you can imagine. All of our ingredients. Fruits and vegetables, meats hanging from the ceiling, everything. Carl, it's your moment. Eat your way out. (laughs) (laughs) Carl grabs a handful of dirt and proceeds to taste the dirt. Like from the ground? It tastes like dirt. (laughs) (laughs) as you go down and taste the dirt you get a better look at your guys's situation as you go down you look around and you know that like this room is stocked to the brim but because it's so stocked to the brim you reckon you realize that there's not much wiggle room in here so much so that when you stand up from after reaching for that dirt to taste you kind of clock your head into some some hanging meats. Oh, shit. Carl jumps up and grabs a sausage. Carl swings them around in the air excitedly. Uh, Dolly looks at Amelia and says, the porch lights on, but nobody's home. (laughs) (laughs) In reference to Carl. Yes. Oh, Carl. Um, So what do you guys do? Carl takes a bite of a sausage. It's real. <laughs> well, as you guys are looking around and eating sausages, you notice that the door behind you is locked. Not the door that you came in through, because that was that portal in the, the barrel, but like actual pantry door. The one behind you, that pantry door is locked. Carl's in no hurry at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Um, yeah, okay, so last time we had to draw a door. Before it, we had to use the air. Before it, we had to fight a Grindylo. Hmm. Dolly, do you have any ideas? I need clar- a little bit of clarification on the setup here. You guys are all standing in the pantry. In front of you, there's a door with a pewter doorknob locked from the other side. You can see the gold key sticking out of it. But when you try to move the door handle, it does not move. You look across the room and you see a key rack. Okay. And on the key rack are four hooks. Mm -hmm. Three out of the four hooks have keys on them. There's a silver key, a bronze key, and a pewter key. Bronze. Oh, go get the pewter one. Get the pewter key and put it in the pewter door doorknob. Yeah. Well, that's a fun idea. How do you want to do it? Carl swings can... the sausage out of the key. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don't you have a mage hand? Oh, I have yeah. like a magical hand that could probably lift like something if it ain't 10 pounds. Now that's an idea. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> it's the Carl. rare occurrence where throwing a sausage isn't the most efficient one. <laughs> he played the song that brought his mage hand out and he said, Mr. Hand, go over there and get that pewter key. A little white butler glove bling, springs into existence once again, gives you an enthusiastic thumbs up, flits on over, carefully scouts the situation, picks up the pewter key and dashes it on right back over to you. Okay. Thanks, Mr. Mage Hand. And he hands the Mage Hand a sausage as a reward. And then he takes <laughs> the pewter. The Mage Hand excitedly accepts the sausage and tries to eat it like a puppet would eat a cookie. But it just falls to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Carl, who wants to do something with this pewter... All right, Amelia's going to take charge and just go take the key out of the door and stick it into the pewter doorknob. So Amelia takes the pewter key, sticks it into the pewter doorknob, waits for what happens. The pantry is unlocked. You guys exit the pantry and you walk through the rest of the kitchen. It's the full-on setup. All the house tables are in the exact same place, mirroring the great hall above. You can see where they cook. You can see where they'd wash the dishes. And just down the hall is another door. Hold on, I don't want to leave yet. <laughs> um, how much food can I put on my person? Amelia still has bull strength, right? Yeah, she's pretty hungry too. Let's, Amelia, let's, uh, come on, let's clean up and yeah. take some food with us. Let's do it. Start stuffing stuff in We definitely pocket. missed breakfast. Mm-hmm. You too, Dolly. Whatever you want. <laughs> All right. Take it. We grab grabbing stuff, apples, cakes, anything for a carrot we can bring back. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Why don't you guys all give me an investigate a food finding roll, and we'll see if you guys find what you guys find. Oh, I nice! Hope someone's fed carrot this morning. Uh, is there any kind of look of at that? No, just a straight d twenty flat roll. Look at that! Oh my god, John rolled twenty. I rolled three. I rolled eight. So I, I got, got a nat, nat 20 on the food check. He would, yeah, of course. I swear to God, I'm having Bree look at my rolls so you know I'm not <laughs> cheating. No, that's cool. I love it that this is what you got a nat 20 on today. That's amazing. Okay, so what is Carl's favorite food? Oh, this is going to be great. Um, Carl really likes Hot Pockets. <laughs> yes. Hot Pocket. Carl, as you're stuffing your pockets with some apples and whatever you can find, a bananas that's doable to eat, you see those bits of sausage that your mage hand left behind on the floor. 
and you go to pick one up and you notice something glowing underneath a bag of flour. As you pick up and move the, the big old burlap sack of flour, upon the floor is a hot pocket glowing with golden light. Oh, excellent. For some unknown reason, you just know that this is the magical hot pocket of ever taste. Ooh. It can taste like anything you think of as you eat it. Oh, heck yes. And as long as you don't eat all of it, the next morning it replenishes. So don't get greedy. And finish it, and then it's gone forever. All right. That's great, though. So, I grab the golden magical hot pocket, and I put it in my pocket. And uh, you guys grabbed everything you, you could possibly want? I'm good. I'm good. All right. All right. So, you guys leave the pantry fully stocked with foods and snacks in your pockets, one magically so. So, you guys walk through the kitchen to that other door. When you open it, it's just another long hallway. As you guys are walking through the hallway, you start seeing the bricks on the wall start to kind of like shift. And you hear that like that scraping so- stone sound like that. <laughs> then you start hear- you just hear it here and there. And then it starts building. The next thing you know, the walls are folding and unfolding. Just m- kind of like the... The entrance to Diagonale, how the bricks kind of rotate around. The the castle bricks around you guys are kaleidoscoping and they reform <clears throat> into like an escalator in a way. And it kind of like one of those escalators that you are in one of those deeper subways. We have a here in Vancouver, there's a SkyTrain on like Granville Street and or Burrard. And there's a, it's a really long escalator from the bottom all the way to the surface. And so I imagine it very similarly like that. So you guys are just traveling if what it feels like forever. And like the you guys are just standing still and just being escorted up. And you hear as the staircase rises and rises and rises above your head, you start to see an opening. And as you get closer, an archway forms and the, es- the little stone escalator just takes you right up to the top into a familiar office. With potion bottles and ingredients all around and green lit from the lake above it. And there's a high back chair and you hear a slow clap as it dramatically swivels around to reveal Dumbledore. The Swami Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher. Gallagher. Hello, kids. How are you? You guys did great. What kind of school is this? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You locked us in a dungeon. I hope you were insured for that, Gallagher. What did we we win? At this point, Professor Baswani speaks up. She was standing just to the left of Gallagher this whole time. It's her office. He just wanted to do the dramatic turnaround. Well, it's not so much as what you've won, but which opportunities you can now take advantage of. Gallagher and I are part of an elite little group here at the castle. and We wanted to see if you guys could join us. But I needed to test you to see if it was even possible for you to help us. Gallagher told me that you guys got into a bit of a scuffle. In the library. 
Now, the castle does not typically behave in ways in which Gallagher described very often. And so I wanted to ask you guys about that a bit. But not mainly what you did, who you were with. Gallagher said you made mention of a classmate that helped you get out of your little encounter upstairs in the library. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. Esther. Very interesting. Because there was no Esther in detention that day, and I don't have any Esther in any of my classes. Sure there. Was she a ghost? Ghost? No, I don't think so. Could you... Could you touch her? I didn't touch her. <laughs> Get the wrong idea, Professor <laughs> Amelia, I'm just asking you if she was corporeal. Um, I couldn't see through her. Corporeal what? <laughs> <laughs> no, Dolly. Corporeal means you could touch him. Oh, <laughs> it did a southern accent. <laughs> 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 I only understand things if they're in a southern accent. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, 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 wait. Also, Esther, like, when she s- would change to sort of look like one of us, when she saw one of us so... Aw. Hmm. Well, from what you told Carl, who then told me, that just sounds like metamorph magi. Wait, okay. can we just wait a second? What does all this stuff have to do with why you lock us in a dungeon? Yeah, and there were some weird things on the ground, and like, I peed my pants. Well, I admit, this is where my Machiavellian hand shows a bit. But I wanted to see if I could recreate what happened with the library. You guys were in a situation, and the castle seemed to have provided a student somehow to help. And so I thought maybe by putting you guys in another situation in which... You were in danger, or maybe you thought you were in danger, it would unlock, or you guys would invoke a, si- a similar magic of some sort. But it did not seem to be the case here. But we weren't in danger when we no. met Esther. We were in detention when we met Esther. That's true. So why did hmm. she show up there? Professor Faswani looks over to Gallagher and says, Well, that proves your hypothesis true. And Gallagher goes, I was hoping I wouldn't be right. <sighs> But I think we should tell him the next part of the plan. Gallagher now directs his attention at you three, and he goes, It involves that magical shard of glass you found. Professor Vaswani lights up at this as well. She's like, Yes, another shard found. And Gallagher says, You found two? What are they? Mysterious? I don't know. <laughs> That's what we're going to figure it out. Gallagher rolls his eyes. No, Professor Vaswani, not about the double shards, but about the secret club. A secret club. That sounds pretty neat. <laughs> Do we get points? Like, all the houses yeah. we lost? I, Can we get them back, please? I'd be willing to help, but only if Gary makes up a secret handshake that we can do every time we see him. Oh, that's a deal. <sighs> that sounds fair. Also, Carl dances. Hey, Professor Viswani, have you ever heard, just hypothetically, of a magical hot pocket? <laughs> <laughs> a magical hot pocket? Just hypothetically. What's a hot pocket? Well, they, you would probably call them like a, a pasty or something, but... Uh, Oh, a hot pocket. Yes, like a little calzone. Have you ever come and encountered one that was like sort of golden and glowing and just extra magical looking? 
I've heard tale of some enchanted food. Well, humans can't work that type of magic. Goblins have the metal working, and house elves have the magical food baking. Oh. Ooh. Gallagher chimes in excitedly. <gasps> I had an uncle who found some house elf enchanted food. He ate that piece of cake for 50 years. Interesting. <laughs> Everybody thinks about Hot Pockets for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone drools just a little bit. <laughs> Gallagher breaks the silence by excitedly standing up and goes, Step one down! And kind of puts his hand on the table. Recruit the team. Step two, figure out what to do next. Professor Briswani starts to pace and think out loud. What I would love to do next is figure out the significance of these shards that we've all found. Professor Viswani, what, what's your best theory for what these glass shards are? Carl, and sadly I don't know much other than the fact that they seem to come in the house colours. In my first year at Hogwarts, I beat, I won a potions contest. I even won out all the seventh years. And that's when I found one. It was green. And then over the years, it slowly dissipated. Smaller and smaller until it, was, it wasn't there anymore. I wondered in silence for all these years what that shard could have been. Until about three years ago when I saw a yellow one poking out of Gallagher's bag after a potions class one day. Gallagher then speaks up, excitedly adding in, Up until the other day, I've only seen the yellow one that I found, not a green one like you guys found. And a you guys have found two? Professor Vaswani perks up. I know, it's so interesting. I would... 27 years without seeing one. It's been three years since you found one, and these lot found two. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. We got one for we got one after a fight with a spider race. We got the red one. We got the blue one after fighting books. You got a green one after winning a contest, and Gallagher was. No, you guys found a green shard after the books. What the books? Oh, never mind. Theory, theory. Mm. I see where you're going there. Uh, okay, so so, okay, so Viswani got a green one after winning a contest. We got a green one in the after the books after um after figuring something out about the books. We got a red one after fighting a spider, and Gallagher got a yellow one after after helping somebody. So that's a very helpful puppy thing to do. And the spider was very Gryffindory. I can't figure out how the books make it Slytherin, but I do see how winning a potions contest could be Slytherin. Mm. Mm -hmm. Gallagher chimes in with a, What do you say, kids? Why don't you join us and help us build this team? I'm going to turn to Dolly and Carl and be like, We should help, but we should negotiate like, like extra credit or like house points. This is a lot. Yeah, I mean, I took a full course load this semester, so I don't know how much time I have for... Gallagher begins to stammer and goes, Um, uh, I can't give extra credit, but I'll let you guys name it! Done. Okay. <laughs> 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 Professor Baswani gives a hearty little chuckle. <laughs> I'm going to look forward to getting to know each and one of you more. Professor Baswani then points her wand at the door. It opens, and she goes, Now please, go get some rest. I've taken up far too much of your time as it is. One more thing. <laughs> yes, yes, Dolly. W what do you need? Dolly looks at Carl and Amelia and says, I want you to think of some good group names. <laughs> and then once you've thought of some, we'll come together and we'll figure out what we're going to call our group. 
Oh, I like that. The three of you, with Gallagher in tow, enthusiastically brainstorm possible names for the group as we bring this session to a close. Now we're on the side. You guys, we're on the other side. Here we are. Oh, wow. I was very embarrassed at us as Harry Potter fans Mm. that it took us that long to figure out that Slytherin wants water, Hufflepuff wants earth, Gryffindor (laughs) wants fire. I was ashamed. I mean, Slytherin wants pee. Yeah, I mean, and that should have been obvious also. (laughs) I mean, to be anybody who's seen Fifth Element, I took obviously took a page out of that movie. In well, this regard, it was fun. Well, it was awesome. Um, very excited to see what comes this next. This was such a fun one to plan and write, and so I'm so glad you guys enjoyed playing this. Game. We've got so much. We're actually recording this what in December, and so we've got so much that we've played already that we can't wait for you to find out. And if you would yeah. like to join other people who are following along, get us at our socials, which is Roll Nine Three Four on Twitter, Roll Nine Three Four Pod on Instagram, um, and um, also. If you are enjoying the making of the show and would like us to see us up the production and up the, the, the things we are able to do with it, um, we hope we can ask you to join our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash making mischief. And what do they get there if they're a role nine and three quarters fan on Patreon, Frankie? They get access to the Discord and chitty chats with the rest of Mis- uh, Mischief Media. And we also do some exclusive content for role usually that's for me i like doing drawings if you guys don't know and so a lot of times i like to do drawings of the characters or sometimes even uh my the plans i have sketches about of of these dungeon these dungeon traps i made and so when i was so just kind of behind the curtain a little bit if i wanted to take a little teeny sneaky peek we can't wait for you to find out what all's happening next again that's patreon.com slash making mischief and I would like to ask everybody here, without giving it away, to talk about one thing we've recorded that you're excited for people to hear. Like, mm. like vaguely hint at something that we've already played. I'm just amused at all of the times that uh, Carl has started to have this reoccurring uh, bit of magic he likes to do on Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> to, to get out of situations. Yeah. I think it starts to become a habit in this episode. I think this is the one. Oh, oh good. Uh, so they, so if you were listening, you probably, if you were with us th- this whole way, you know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, I, just, I, I just picked up on what you just were laying down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. I'm excited for everyone to hear the time that uh, we played horse. <laughs> the basketball game. That's a good one. Just, uh, the fact that that happened. It, it uh, sounds like you're joking, but you're not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I think I'm most excited for a certain thing that ha- like a a a big story revelation that happens in the Great Hall. Put it. Oh. Okay. Uh, wait. N- now, when we're done recording, tell me. Okay. About. I'm excited to get to Professor Pump. Professor Pump. He was fun. He was fun. Hello. We've met him. We've met him in previously released episodes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We yeah, yeah we, we met him in 
the episode when you guys went back to the dorm yeah. with the when you guys had the hallway fight. That's yeah. right. Is but Professor you, he, Pumpkins? You you get to go to one of his classes. You got to go to a class of his. Is that like a user submitted character, Professor Pumpkins? Mm-mm. No, Professor Pumpkin is because I didn't have his name at the time, and so I said Pumpkin, <laughs> and then I built a character around that. But that was months prior, and I was like, Oh, what's his name? I'm like, Uh, Pumpkin. All the way. Like, oh. <laughs> awesome. George Class. Exactly, George Class. <laughs> George, George Tropicana. I mean, George Glass. And if anybody gets that joke, tweet me, and I'm going to give you a high five because no one ever gets that. A remote point of inspiration. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, so lots of fun coming, and we are excited that y'all are on this journey with us. Yeah, you guys, thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more adventures deep within the bowels of the magical castle. (laughs) The magical castle is what we're calling it officially. I like that now. Mm-hmm. Like John said that, and I was like, you know what? That's where we're calling it. Where do you go yeah, to school? I was, you go to school at the Magical Castle. I was saying Magic Castle, he, which we probably shouldn't call it. I think he was. He that's was an a... actual place, but Magical Castle is is safe. Yeah, Magic Castle is that that place in L.A. I yeah. went to once as a child. My grandma took us. Yeah, I went there. Brittany went there for something a long time ago. I, know, I was, was pretty jealous. Cool. I wanted to go. I thought you were making an Arrested Development reference. Oh, no, that's the Gothic Castle. Oh, that's right. Or the Gothic Gothic Castle, depending on how they uh, (laughs) pronounce it. The Magic Castle? The Magic Castle. (laughs) That can't be the name of our school, right? Magic Castle? No. Magic. No, the Magical. Magical Castle. Magical Castle. Okay. I'm I'm sure that's how everyone will always refer to it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get nothing else. We should get out of here. It's been a long. There's episode. never been another magical castle. Ever. I'm going to my port key. I'm going back to Vancouver. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello. Wait. Let's do this count. Remember how we do this? Let's count. Yep. Do the thing. Yep. Oh, that's right. Let's count. Th- one wait who's two i thought it was You're three two, and then john pointed at me i don't yeah. remember you be it's you fun. be two brie yeah okay, you be two right. face okay one two three that makes you Melissa. i thought john was gonna be three because he's right next to listen Bree. we're on the same <laughs> file though girls so. oh right you don't have to count okay let's try yeah. this for a third time oh i was waiting for john to I'm go so as well. i mean for john to go I'm as so well confused. No. sorry go ahead one Two. Three. One. <laughs> Two. Three. You're hesitating every time. <laughs> or there's a delay, but I feel like you're hesitating. I think I am she hesitating. She was hesitating. She hesitated. <laughs> it's good to know in the file. Uh, it's like I can see your face react to almost talking before you talk. That's, that's we're just, awesome. We're just, you know, 15 years in, we'll master counting eventually. Pretty much. No, we won't. Let's not lie to the people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.